Welcome to the Rampant Discourse Podcast. I am your maybe almost first-time host, Travis Hudson, joined by a regular discourser, Andrew Riley. Hi, everyone. And we're going to have a an off-the-topic, off or off-the-wall, there we go, I already flubbed it, off-the-wall off topic here, because we don't have our usual host, Paul Lesson, if you'll notice, um, who doesn't like music very much. I think, would you agree with that, Andrew? He likes music, but he likes, like... <laughs> very pop music he's not interested in stuff that actually has rhythm or soul <laughs> wow okay even worse <laughs> i was gonna say he he likes like orchestral soundtracks from what i understand like he'll listen to I like think, yeah he probably does enjoy some position music but i definitely think of him as much more a fan of bubbly pop music okay not a genre not a fan of the genres we're about to talk about here although rock is a very broad category i don't but anyway so i just felt it would be fun to maybe try to stump Andrew because we were talking earlier and he apparently thought this was all going to be new music. So we're going to go over as of what is today's date, July 19th, 2023. We're going to date this Andrew um, rock and metal songs with over 1 billion streams on Spotify. Okay. So this is just on Spotify, not other streaming platforms, not like YouTube views. Correct. Although we're going to, okay. we're going to, I guess, take it as a proxy as media as a whole. And, Remember, these are rock and metal songs. Now, I will say number two. Number two is going to shock you. <sighs> it's rock is a very broad category is all I will say. Um, okay. So I, I actually knew number one. Um, As in you know the song or you knew it was number one? You know the song, but I actually had heard about this being number one, like, Okay, so I don't know anything. How far are we going down this list, and what are we doing with this list? Uh, how many are on this list? We don't have to go through this whole list. This is a long list. You, you no. said 50? Uh, am I guessing these, or am maybe, I just like, I know that maybe song, it's I've 20. heard that song? Yeah, we should have talked about this before we started recording, shouldn't we? Um, I don't know. It seems like fun to me. Okay. Uh, I think guessing is going to be boring, honestly, and my phone only <laughs> my phone only has like 10% battery left. Um, All right, so tell me what tell me turn on extreme, number one. I guess turn on extreme batter. Wow, it made my phone <laughs> black and white. All right, <laughs> extreme battery saver. All right, so number one, um, I see a little silhouette of a man. Okay, so that's Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. There you go. Two point one nine two billion streams. So we've talked before about how Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, in some ways, owes its resurgence as a song to. Um, Wayne's World. Wayne's World. I was, I was blanking on the movie for a second, but yeah, it was obviously a kind of an interesting song. It wasn't very radio friendly, so it didn't get a ton of. It certainly play. was it, not. <laughs> you know, Queen's hits were like uh, "We Will Rock You," which great songs, but operatic rock was not something that you would hear on the radio. So it was only really an album piece, but Wayne's World brought it in because it had enough space to. Really, they needed some space to fill. Uh, and it was just such an excellent scene, party dudes, uh, that they, I think, brought it back to the cultural zeitgeist and made it really the song that it is now. Now, slight spoiler warning for some of the, gosh, the top ten. This is not the last time you're going to hear about Queen. <laughs> for some reason, Queen is oddly popular in Spotify. Whether or not that's the algorithm saying like, hey, you, you listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. Here's another Queen song. Which... Back in the days of Pandora, I hated that that didn't work. 
you'd like you would make a channel or a station, I guess, based off an artist. And the first song would be from that artist. And then it would be like, hey, here's something else. And here's something else. It's like, yeah, but I just wanted to listen to that that artist. But like, I guess you're Pan... And five songs later, you're playing yeah, I, else, I, completely I, another genre. I guess Pandora, I like, you're not going to do that for me. All right. Um, all right. So yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, most of these... Number one string. Hopefully most of these songs people have heard of um they're, they're popular for number two you already sort of hinted not really very rocky i know the band i don't know this song so here we like i can't even say old man shaking fist right because bohemian rhapsody is probably one of the oldest songs on this list um 21 pilots stressed out how do you not know 21 pilots? i know the band i don't know this okay. song i don't know this song either but i thought you were saying yeah uh, I, I would probably know it if I heard it, because 21 Pilots uh, was making plenty of music in the 90s, and I suspect this might be a 90s piece. Are you sure they were 90s? I thought they were 21 Pilots? Pretty sure. All right, well, we'll leave we'll leave that to our audience to fact check, unless you're going to do that in real time. Because um, I don't... I don't. Uh, what, what's the name of the song again? Stressed Out. Stressed Out. I thought 21 Pilots was like the same time as Imagine Dragons came out, or thereabouts. So... T- Stressed Out came out in 2015. It's on the album Blurry Face. Uh, 21 Pilots. Uh, was, <laughs> they originated in 2009, so I'm very There you wrong. go. All right. Andrew is wrong yet again, just like John Cena's not dead. All right. <laughs> and neither is um, Jonathan... Jordan Peterson. Jo- Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson's not dead either. That's another one I got right, wrong. We're going to feed the algorithms tonight. Name all the names. All right. Number three... Um, you know, I'm here. You might as well entertain us. I'm thinking. Oh, uh, Nirvana. Nirvana. It smells like Teen like, Spirit. So that's where yeah. this. That's where I kind of had heard of this list before. Was on um, a podcast, um, sixty songs that made the '90s. Um, well, obviously, you know, it smells like Teen Spirit is going to be number one on that list. Or very uh, close to he took a while. He actually. So ironically, the podcast is named "60 Songs That Made the '90s," but. Um, so it was 60 episodes with one episode per song or something? Yes, but they didn't get to Smells Like Teen Spirit until the 91st episode. <laughs> that feels like a very weird <laughs> choice. Like, you start with it, or you end with it, or it's very near the beginning or the so, end. But it's not... It's I think 60 songs, 91 episodes. Cool. I cool, think cool. it was... I think it was partially like it's... It's way too obvious. Is that's a matter? It might that might have been part of it? Because like I mean, gosh, I could scroll through the podcast list. I think the first song they did, I want to say was, I I'm pretty sure it was Alanis Morissette, and it, I it wasn't ironic. I'm pretty sure it was. You ought to know. Like that's the first. They weren't doing it in like ranked order or anything like that. Obviously, just some random order. Obviously. And okay. and well, also even, even to be fair, I was not listening to a like I I absorbed a lot of non-alternative rock during the 90s but that's not what i was primarily listening to but this podcast does do a pretty good job that podcast 60 songs that define the 90s um does do a pretty good job of splitting between alternative and hip-hop that was on right so there's a lot of there's a lot of like biggie and jaw rule and tupac and like all all that type of stuff the the stuff that i'm like that's the type of rap that like if i listen to rap that's the type of rap i'll listen to so I, I'll turn to my kids and be like, good luck rebelling. I listen to death metal and gangster rap. Like, what? 
I guess you're going to listen to gospel. Like, God help me. But, like, literally, I guess, in that case. <laughs> and he will. He will, I guess. <laughs> but, um, Damn it, he's helping me again! <laughs> so, yeah. So we, I have questions for you. I, I don't want to okay. talk too much about this other podcast, but I have to, I have to ask. Okay. Just 60 songs in the 90s, and he's up to 91. Uh, goes oh. for, has he covered Closer? Yep, he covered Closer. And has he covered Traveling Without Moving? Who is it by? Um... Hornhead guy, French. <laughs> Hornhead guy, French. Um, shoot. Uh, but anyway, for the closer episode, so he. I can't pronounce this. That's part of the problem. Jamiroquai. Oh, Jamiroquai. There you go. Okay. Uh, Virtual Insanity is the name of the song. Is uh, the album ooh. is traveling without moving, but the song is Virtual Insanity. I haven't listened to every episode. I would highly doubt he doesn't get to that song at some point somewhere. But um, yeah, it's, it's another the other, the other big, but it's covering a different set of genres than like the rap or the standard rock, even grunge rock, indie rock. Right, kind of and stuff. actually, the latest episode I saw just got published was um, I think it was Birdhouse in Your Soul. Okay, they might yeah, be giants. So he's going kind of all over the place, yeah. which I would expect and did, want out of a podcast Bjork. like that. He, I mean, he he does all, he does a lot of stuff. He does a good job. So there, there's our, please pay us money, uh, ringer to <laughs> advertise your podcast. Sixty songs that. Either defined or changed the '90s. I forget which one it is. Um, and is the host the guy who wrote that book? Yes. So the book is based on the podcast. Awesome. Yeah. That was that's a fun book. I love that. Book. Uh, is it out? I I well, lose. He he was he was on Tyler Cowen talking about okay. it. So I, I lose track of time right. because I'm listening to episodes from like 2021. So he might have mentioned the book, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Not realizing like, oh, it's been out for two years. Oops. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, All right, let's come back to our list. Well, uh, I will say the one funny thing. Uh, it's not going to be in here. The one he will talk about other other songs and like in the closer episode. I loved when he because he'll play snippets from the songs because he's on Spotify. There we go. This is also bringing it back to this. It's Spotify. Um, and he played a snippet from why radio stations hate it playing March of the Pigs because he's you know there's part of the song was like and doesn't it make you feel better? Yep. And he's like, radio stations hate it. That five seconds yes. of silence. Yes. <laughs> Awful. But they had to play the song because it was so popular. Um, Chuck Klosterman. Oh, Chuck Klosterman. Yeah, wait. Who are you talking about? He, oh, he was on that podcast? Yeah, okay. he was He was on a – I listened to a series of podcasts. We're not going to talk about that. That's, we've only gone down that path already. But that's how I found out about this book. Okay. So I'm confirming that Chuck Klosterman is the author of this book. Oh, no, no, no. Chuck Klosterman is not the author of this book. Chuck Clark Klosterman is awesome. He wrote a book called The 90s, though. Is that the book you're yes. talking about? Yeah. The I, that's the book The I'm 90s about. is awesome. Yes. Go read that book, people. All right. Uh, number four. Gosh, this list is not org- is not numbered. But um, we got I, – I can't sing a lyric from the song because I don't know. Uh, Queen, Don't Stop Me Now. Don't stop me Oh, now. by the way, we're all having a good time. Um, You know, Bohemian Rhapsody was 2.1 billion. Uh, 21 Pilots already dropped to 1.9. Smells Like Teen Spirit was 1.68. Now we're down to 1.64. They got to 3. Yeah, so it, it drops it, off it, pretty it, fast. It, it's going gonna, it's gonna to follow that uh, um, exponential curve. It, it dropped, but also, it dropped pretty fast. It, it kind of like drops very gradually at this point. It looks like yeah, about it's a, an exponential curve. About a hundredth of a I, billion every every time now <laughs> just one more time on nirvana i have spent a lot of time in the past month for whatever random reason just on a bit of a nirvana kick so that's pretty cool here i i play i was driving my son back and forth to baseball one time um i think i'd probably listen to some 
I'd done something that I was like, I want to listen to Nirvana. So I, I put on Nevermind. And I think we were just listening to it in order. And it got to Territorial Pissings. I think it's the song. I'm pretty sure it's the song name. And he's like, and I think it's, um, it's not Kurt singing it, but it's like at the beginning. And it's supposed to be apparently a mockery, I think, of the Beatles. Where he's like, come on, everybody, smile on your brother. Try everyone, try to love one another right now. But by the end of the song, it's just Kurt, like, screaming, like, literally just screaming. He's not singing words. It's just screaming. It's, it's discordant. It's, it's, it's hard to listen to if you don't already know what you're getting to. And the song ended. Even if you do, I'd say. And the song ended. And I turned, uh, I kind of looked back at my son and I was like, I don't think you liked that song. Did you? <laughs> He's like, yeah, not really. <laughs> I, I would argue that, uh, Kurt Cobain probably didn't want that song to be enjoyed. He didn't. He, I mean, you, you can go back and listen to it. Like, his I mean, he's he said it in interviews. Um, he felt Nevermind sounded like a Motley Crue album. He thought it was too spit shined and everything for his taste. I mean, he was as much as he gave crap to all the other people. Like he hated Eddie Vedder and like, I don't know, like I don't know if he hated Chris Cornell or not. But like, um, he thought everybody else was bandwagoners. He was like, I'm the I'm that I'm the only punk here, that kind of thing. So, hmm. um, I mean, and you go and listen, you go and listen to In Utero. Get past heart-shaped box. I mean, my introduction to Nirvana was Rape Me. That was my first. I didn't. I had never heard of Smelled Like Teen Spirit. I had never heard anything of Nevermind or anything. I think the closest I knew was maybe I had heard the Weird Al parody. Maybe. But, like, somebody in, uh, I don't know, 7th or 8th grade. doesn't matter. Like, put their head, you know, put their, put their Walkman headphones on my head and made me listen to Rape Me. God knows why the person made me listen to that song first, <laughs> but, like, but well, it's a great song. But, but like that was a strange choice. Agreed. That was my introduction to Nirvana. So like that that is that is not smells like Teen Spirit. That is, <laughs> I no. mean, like, but I mean, Heart Shaped Box is also very angry. You know? Got a new complaint. Yeah, um, and like the rest. I mean, Francis Farmer will have a revenge. And uh, okay, we're get, we're getting off the deep end on Nirvana now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but that's a band that deserves going off the deep end. Though, yeah, so. number 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 four was Queen. Don't uh, stop me now. Another Queen. Which you started okay. singing. Um, but number five, you know, I tried so hard, but you know, it didn't even matter. So that's Lincoln Park. In the end, one point six nice. one billion. Yeah. So um, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Oh man, Rip Chester. Yeah. Gosh. Like, and have you listened to um? Any of Shinoda's solo, not Fort Minor, but actual Mike Shinoda work? No, like, I don't think I've even heard of this person. Mike Shinoda's the the like the rapper and oh, gosh, oh okay. See the I'm pretty sure he was the guitarist for Lincoln Park, um, but nah, so he has like and Fort Minor was pretty much all rap, and so is his solo stuff, but like because it's what he does. His so. I think it's is it the it might be the first Shinoda solo album. It's either the first or the second. One. I I forget, but like. He, I mean, he has songs explicitly talking about trying to get over Chester's death. Like he will never going get out, it. going out and trying to like do shows, and he's like throwing up backstage beforehand, and like getting just so sick of like interviewers asking him about like about Chester and being like, yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm never getting over it. Like he, that was, you know, that was my bro kind of thing. Like that's, I wish I had a better word to say in there, but like because. <laughs> We love these people. They are part of our lives. And this is, you know, the public service announcement. If you have these thoughts that you have a desire to do this, you're not alone. But also, 
you're never alone. You have people who care about you, even if you don't realize it. Call for help. Call on the friends. Because if you do, listen to this. They miss you, even though you think you're not worth it. Yeah. So, don't do this. Yeah, and like... Don't do this, Chester. Don't do this, you. And like, I, I kind of think dealing with some other grief, you know, everybody's had grief, especially at 42. We've all had some sort of form of grief. And like, but I really think listening to songs... I'm going to use in the end as an example because that's the one to hear. But like, there's other Linkin Park songs in there. Like, it's it's the catharsis, but it's also like it gives you practice at dealing with those emotions, right? Before you actually have to confront those emotions in your life. Like when you first, when I first heard in the end or whatever, you know, any others, numb or something like that. Like, I hadn't had. Sure, I'd maybe had grandparents die at that point, but. I was not that close to my grandparents personally. Like they didn't affect me as much as I know other people personally that have had grandparents who died that affect them more. But, but you know, then once you start losing like any sort of friends or close, you know, more uh, or other relatives or something like it can, you know, parents even or something like that, it, it can start hitting you more. And I feel like having these songs pre- like kind of helps you prepare more for it. Yeah. The and where it you don't have the same level. You you come into it. You have a you're a young person. You listen to it and it's like these. He gets my anger. He gets my emotion. Whatever it is that you're feeling is the most important thing that you've ever experienced. Wherever that is on the threshold of of, of someone who's now older can look back and say, okay, teenage me didn't know what the hell pain was because I've experienced a whole much more and I've grown with it. The teenage me needed to hear that song just as much and can get just as much out of it because it, it because yes like coming from midlife like we are you can look back and be like yeah teenage me was an idiot they didn't they didn't (laughs) like what what angst and pain did you really have but when you're in it like it's real right like you feel it absolutely and And it is whatever you have right in front of you is always the most important thing this is why paul likes to get upset about talking about this is the most important election of our lifetimes it's always the most important election of our lifetimes it's just how this works what is in front of us is the most important yeah and we always talk about like oh like the nation is more divided than it's ever been which sure we feel that way now like i'm sure tories and Whigs felt that way back (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Whatever they were, around, we're probably right? going to feel the same way in twenty years. Right. Although maybe some miracle will have happened and like we'll have come together a little bit, but the odds are it's just going to continue on that way because it always feels like that. Um, and then one note about the the suicide PSA is like, I it also it was kind of like Grandpa Simpson. It was the fashion at the time. I mean, you go back and listen. I really don't know where you're going you go, right now because we you mentioned closer before. You go back and listen to Downward yeah. Spiral. Oh man, that is a tough that's album. a rough album. Like if you if actually he, con- if you actually grasp, it's a concept album. I knew back then it was a concept album. You get to the actual songs "Downward Spiral" and "Hurt," and you're it's like, please go get help. Like yeah, do not. I'm, I'm shaking. I'm nodding my head. Do here, not but... listen to this album and think like, put a gun gun against my head, bang. Like that is not the solution. Please if. If you're listening to a song and thinking that's good, like go get go get help. But closer's not even on this list, so we are getting off topic. Sorry. Uh. I will take you one more time. We we're ta- we got on this because of Chester. I I recently heard um, uh, a vocalist who reminded me of Chester. Uh, his name is uh, Justin Bonitz, and he is the lead singer for a band called Tala, 
they released an album in 2020 called Matrifigy, which has been on my rotation as a result of that. Okay. So if you want something like Chester that isn't Chester, you need a little Chester in your life, and you're looking for something a little more metal rather than just pure new metal, uh, I recommend okay. this one. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a, one of the rappers in Hollywood Undead, <clears throat> to me, sounds like Chester reincarnated. I, I don't, yeah. And they're all, they're, it's not Slipknot masks, but they're all in masks, and I don't care to know and look up who sings what bars and everything like that. But So that'd be another suggestion I would have. If, if you are still jonesing for, like, Chester rapping, which Shinoda usually did more of the rapping, but if you kind of want that melding, yeah, and... Hollywood and Dead might not be to everyone's taste, but nothing is. No, nothing is. Um, Two different options for you guys to go look for. Uh, speaking about not to everyone's taste, like man, I think we're going. Uh, we're not older than we're not older than Queen here, but uh, I. Is there a lyric I can sing from this song? Badly, I don't think so. Um, Finest journey, don't stop believing. I'll stop waffling. Don't stop. I was trying to make believing. I was trying to make a Queen joke or a Glee joke or anything, but then I was like. Ah, crap. Didn't somebody... I, um, yeah, the, the male actor from Glee committed suicide. So, like, we should probably get off the suicide topic here. I... <laughs> Artists, fame, it does bad things to your brain, so... And then um the the main girl from Glee got the role... I don't know. She got some role that... In... Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I forget, in some musical on Broadway and, like, got a bunch of crap for it. So, I kind of feel bad for all the people that were on... Gosh, actually, two people on Glee might have committed suicide. This is becoming a dark show. Sorry, folks. Um, but or sex, drugs, rock and roll, and suicide. one of them might have had, or or like the girl who played the lesbian on the show, she might have had an accident, not suicide. Anyway, um, oh gosh, this isn't getting any better because the next song is <laughs> the next song. Oh, the next song is Queen. Another one bites the dust. So uh, sorry, sorry for that. <laughs> more queen three queen out of the top 10 so far. some reason queen is popular on spotify i have to think it's some sort of algorithmic thing um but i mean the fact that don't stop me now is ahead of um another one bites no another one another one bites the dust or we will rock you is a little surprising i mean we will rock you is not gonna get a lot of stream play i guess so yeah we will rock you i don't think is on this list i'm not sure Um, it's it gets a lot of play but it doesn't get a lot of stream play so you're gonna go out and you're gonna hear it about when you're at the sports team kind of thing sports teams or when you're in your intro to drum class you're gonna get a lot you're gonna listen to uh, because my daughter that was her first song on drums was we will rock you because it's what it's like two notes right so i mean it's it's what you start with um we got 21 pilots heathens what oh 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 that maybe is the one i know from them i don't know um, yeah that's that's the, that's one of those i know and i realize now why i thought they were from the 90s i was thinking stone temple pilots not 21 pilots a <laughs> little bit different <laughs> all right that's i don't know why i find that so funny um so an ad is covering up the next song, and I don't know how to get rid of it, but but I can tell when it's Guns N' Roses and the first two letters are SW, this is Sweet Child of Mine. Okay. If it's anything else, I'm not... If it's anything else, I'm shocked. Yeah, it's not Welcome to the Jungle. No. it's it's Guns N' Roses was never one of my uh, interests. It, it, that style of metal just doesn't appeal to me. I mean, it. yeah, I... It's interesting. Would I actually put them in metal or not? They're definitely hard rock. I mean, the, this, this is where the, like the, rock, hard they rock. Could, metal. They could they could be glam rock. They could be um, hair rock. They could be metal. Yeah, they're they're in that weird genre of like 
Yeah, I mean, even calling them, I mean, obviously calling anybody hair metal now is, is supposed to be an insult, but like. That, that, they, this fits the bill. I mean, they kind of, they're, they're like the last one, right? Like Motley Crue is around before them, but like that's the closest antecedent I can think of. I think that's the right use of that word. Um, is, is something like a Motley Crue. Like they're definitely harder than like Poison or Warrant or something like that, which, um, oh, then a funny story about Warrant. Um, I was driving my, again, as I do, I drive my son around a lot. So we were driving home from, I think, the pool. We're middle age. I think I was driving him home from the pool. And um, if it was Cherry Pie, I would have just turned the radio off. But it was, it was some other Warren song. Um, enough's. E- Warren has other songs. E- not Enough or something like this is a song. And, like, the lyric when we turned the radio on was something about the – and he was singing, like, ah, something like, it's not enough, I'm still hungry. And he's talking about sex. Well, of course, I mean, that's that, what most people and that's about. what Warren sings about. But, but I joked with my son. I was like, "Oh, this is your theme song." Just like the weekend. I was like, this, "Whoa!" I was like, "This is your theme song, isn't it?" I'm still hungry, right? Like, but like, <laughs> the 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 kind of the actual connotations euphemism for that is going over his head. For, fortunately, I hope at this point, um, he is almost eleven. We're getting we're we're getting there. You're dangerous. We're close. we're dangerously close to that not going over his head. Um, we got another Twenty One Pilots song at one point five billion ride so they are much bigger than i had any expectation of okay. yeah and they were i feel kind of bad because they were kind of one of those bands where i was kind of like all right i'm checking out the popular music at this point <laughs> when when like they were like the popular becoming the super popular band i so what i'm confused about maybe they're just not on this list is why is 21 pilots qualify for this list but something like imagine dragons doesn't so why does imagine dragons not because they're not rock i like but like why or metal why is 21 pilots considered rock then yeah i mean genres that 21 pilots has per wikipedia by the way this is it's pointless but we got something uh alternative rock alternative hip-hop electro pop rap rock indie pop pop rock and in their early years emo i hear a lot more pop than i hear rock in there yeah, um, which is good. The, Paul probably loves these guys. I have a feeling he doesn't even know who they are. <laughs> Most likely. Um, oh, wow. I like. But I bet you he likes Heathens. He probably likes Heathens. I, Heathens is a good he song. He likes Linkin Park. Actually, to be fair, he does like Linkin Park songs. Um, does he like... He has to like Queen. No one doesn't like... Wait. No one, do... Everyone has no a... one doesn't not like Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got a Queen song they like at least one. He doesn't like Nirvana, I'm pretty sure. All right, we can. Uh, that's uh, uh, yeah. Like, it's it's shocking for a member of our generation, like especially like our tight age group, to like not to like say you actively don't like Nirvana. It's one of those things to be like, I, I don't care about Nirvana, which I think is kind of what you're maybe in the camp of. It sounds like I was that way for a very long time. I have come around on them. Uh, like when when Nirvana was big, I didn't care. When Kurt Cobain killed himself, more suicide. Sorry, folks. <laughs> man, we're going to have to put a trigger warning on this episode, man. Um, I could not care less. I was completely uninterested. I thought the whole thing was overblown. I didn't see any of the musical genius. It took me, from that point, I'd say almost 15 years to say, oh, wait a minute. No, I was completely wrong. Because there was something there, and he was much more of a musical genius than I was giving him credit for. And I, uh, I regret now how much we've missed because of that. 
Yeah, mine was so like I've already said like my first song I heard was "Rape Me." Although I'm, I again I can't I can't exact. If I looked up what, uh, I could probably ask one of my friends and find out what exact year that probably was because I remember the classroom it was in and he was in that same class because we BSed our way through a science project together. Um, so I could probably actually get a pretty good date on it. My recollection is that potentially Kurt was already dead. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but we don't have to dwell on this too long. But my first, I probably bought in Euro first. I don't know because that song. My first real like listening to them was um unplugged and that totally sold me on them like like i i I then went back and had to get nevermind i'm pretty sure um and my first pearl jam album was vitalogy not 10 not oh gosh versus the second album um elderly lady behind the counter and a blah 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 blah, whatever that song is um which is probably what people know from that album um no it was vitalogy which is like kind of the weird it's kind of the breaking album like it's the last time they were that radio radio friendly at all uh with like nothing man and uh ever man every i don't know some some other song um, i guess maybe spin spin black circles on a radio sometimes but uh all right we can keep going on spotify because that's what people actually care about not us reminiscing about our old music um, the good music, not the stuff that people are listening to on Spotify. Oh, speaking of good music, next song is Toto Africa, which okay, okay, I fair. so I wonder <sighs> has one of those most earworm worthy songs in existence, though. Selfishly, uh, I, guess, I guess I'll say this selfishly. Selfishly, I wonder though, was this caused by Weezer's cover, or is this why Weezer covered it? It's why Weezer covered okay. it. Weezer covered it because there's something about Africa, which is unique and engaging and people want to listen to it and that's why it's streamed a lot yeah. like hey you remember that song that i haven't heard for like three months i want to listen to it right now stream is perfect and for that i also have no idea what the song is about like it's a guy <laughs> who's pining for his girl and gets some advice from a guy who's like don't worry about it man it's not a big deal okay like i've, I've probably literally never listened to the lyrics to this song like i just i, I can like I, I think maybe the only word I can sing along is in Africa and you can see how bad I sing people. So, but like, <laughs> you notice Andrew's not trying to sing, um, but um, yeah. So, I mean, is it, is it an upbeat song then? Cause like I said, I've never listened. The, the music makes it feel like it's kind of upbeat, but I have a feeling if I actually paid attention to lyrics, it might not be that upbeat. Well, that's one of the great dissonances of, of any type of music is you can use the music to convey one meaning and the lyrics to convey another meaning, and it creates this ambiguity of, of purpose and also gives you as the artist, like, I mean it this way or I mean it this way, or I mean it both because many things in life are bittersweet where a reunion with a lover is both fantastic and dreadful. You're yeah. concerned about what you've missed in the meantime that you've been apart, and you're still looking forward to coming back together. I mean, I don't think it's on this list. I don't see it in the next, like, ten songs, and I don't know how deep we're going to go. But, um, yeah, I kind of get that feeling with um, – because Daltrey just did a cover of Separate Ways, I think another Journey song, which is why I'm thinking of it earlier. And, like, actually, I mean, if you look at the lyrics for Separate Ways, I mean, it's talking about, you know, this breakup. But I think he's – I think he's – it's kind of a positive song about, like, you know, we went our separate ways. I think they're happier, maybe. I can't remember all the lyrics from it but like it's it kind of it's kind of like a song that gets you pumped up but then you kind of listen to it, you're like oh well wait this dude broke up like should i should i be getting <laughs> like kind of pumped up and happy about it but 
Well, just related to that, I've been hearing that there's been a lot of like trending divorce parties. So people are happier about getting separated sometimes. Like if it's a bad relationship, getting out of it. If everybody's happier getting out of it, then maybe it's it's for the best. I bet you separate ways is played at every one of those bird divorce parties. <laughs> um, you know, it's not played at those divorce parties, but is played at my kids' kindergarten graduation. Gosh, is that we will rock you? Is that song this old? Wow, it's Panic at the Disco. High hopes. Oh God, <laughs> you. I, you do not like this song, do you? I do not like this uh, song. I like Panic at the Disc, though. I do not like this song, mostly because it is just completely overplayed for the quality of song that it is. And that is at least in part thanks to Buttigieg and his campaign, where he went oh. and picked that as his song for the campaign. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, he's got high hopes he's going to win it. Uh, God, he had no chance. So, I would say I take back my, my love of this song, but I just now despise Buttigieg more. Um, I actually don't know politically if I should. If I'm, I, I said should. Gosh, that's terrible. If I'm, if like, if I do agree with him or not, um, you should absolutely despise him because he's a politician. <laughs> there you go. Um, what are your? What is your? So you say you like Panic at the Disco? Do you like? I do like. Do Panic you like at the their disco. cover of Into the Unknown? I don't think I've heard. Oh wait, From wait, wait. Frozen is that on the, Right, right. No, I know Into the Unknown. Okay. I was like, I don't know if I've heard this cover. But then it was on. If you watch the 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 credits, it's through the credits, yeah, it, right? So it, I have heard yeah. it. I've only heard it the one time, probably when I watched Frozen 2 the first time. Oh. Which is the only time I watched it. Wow. Three daughters and you've managed to watch Frozen 2 only once? Yes, but you know what Frozen 2 gave me? Was a deep respect and interest in Aurora, and I've listened to a lot more of her music. Aurora. Which song? She is the counterpoint to Adina Mazel's Into the Unknown. Okay. So the... uh, Okay. So you have Aurora giving the counterpoints so she the response to adina mazel's call okay um so that vocalist is aurora and she has her own career she's fantastic and i love a lot of her stuff okay i had a similar vaguely similar thing with um you know a lot of disney well we just said into the unknown by panic at the disco and also weezer did lost in the woods um from that actually um, like most of the major songs in the movie had like rock versions of them but yeah uh, i think you and i just have a major disagreement (laughs) about weezer that's probably one of our disagreements yeah, I mean, it, to me, it flabbergasts me that Weezer is, like, I guess device, as divisive as they are. But, yeah, like, it's definitely a you are a fan or you are not. Like, that I am on the not like, side. Back in, like, the Buddy Holly and Sadie and So days, it was, like, everyone was kind of like, yeah, they're, they're, they're fun and everything. And then I, I'm not a – I don't actually know if I've listened to Pinkerton. Like, true TRU – I'm not even going to put the E at the end – TRU fans of – uh, Weezer will swear by Pinkerton, I think. Um, I've actually never listened to it. I don't want to, based on reputation. No, I like, I like, I, yeah, I'll, I'll listen. My, my daughter has drummed Island in the Sun. Um, I, I learned the chords for it. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have to go down, Weezer's not in this list, so we don't have to go down to Weezer pipeline. But I, I will just say that for Weezer, both Say It Ain't So and um, Buddy Holly are fine songs. I just don't like the band. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I, and I don't give any, uh, I don't know, any hate, whatever. I don't disrespect people when they say they don't like them. I'm like, that, that, that's fine. Like, I've also gotten no. They're, they are substantially better than some 41. That was, that's, that's the other one. I, oh. <laughs> I, I hurt Travis so bad right there. You really did. Our wedding song was a some 41 song. 
like the song we we had we walked up the aisle everybody walked up out to was um i always mess it up it's either with me or with you i it as much as i love with the song, me with you i always i always screwed up it's it's one of those two pronouns right those are pronouns no yeah you and me okay um yeah that was our that was our um that was our walk up the the wedding aisle music um yep anyway <laughs> they're breaking up you know yeah, so yeah. there you go you don't have to worry about them for very much longer they did well uh, they did a weird thing where like they announced they're going to break up they have one more album and they have one more tour and then they will break up they're being nice to other I, fans so they can have one less chance i guess i guess it's nice to know because then you can be like well if i wanted to see them and i haven't i need to go see them now which i have we we have seen them we 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 went to a show in baltimore wow a long time ago i won't even think (laughs) (laughs) in case you haven't heard we're old we were the oldest people even we went to that show and (laughs) that was a long time ago so um i i honestly have no idea what this song is me how do you even this number 10 how do you i there's no numbers on this list so whatever um how do you pronounce an a with an a dot like a circle over it not a dot but a, a circle yeah i know the uh, anyway it's main skin begging i have no idea what this song is i have no idea what this group is so it's called an a ring uh or sometimes called an angles uh it is pronounced a long a sound so okay so main skin all right which there's an e in there already so it's already going to be a long a thank you i have no idea well i mean i have no idea what the song is um we're not going to listen to it live on the air. So, sorry, Internet. We don't know what this song Unless Andrew knows what it is. I have no what, idea. What's the band name? I was paying attention to the A. Main Skin with an A. What? A Circle? What did you call it? A Ring. A Ring. Beggin? I don't know. There's a song called Beggin on Kids Bop, but I don't think it's this song. I don't know. Maybe it is. So they're Italian. Yeah, maybe it is this song. Pop Rock, Alternative Rock, Glam Rock, and Hard Rock. Where when are they from? Uh, when? Yeah, like when uh, two thousand sixteen. It's entirely possible this is the kids' bop song. Then begging. All right. Um, Andrew can keep looking that up if he cares. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. So, uh, well, what you got? The next, the next few are. We definitely know these. We're we're going back in time a little bit. Yeah. Uh, we got. What is this? Back to time when music was good and we knew what they uh, were. There's no Huey Lewis in the news songs on this list so we can't make any back to the future jokes um another queen song dun 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 dun. it's not ice ice baby though it's (laughs) (laughs) i'm blanking it's It's under pressure (laughs) yes that was the funniest part of the put me on the spot that was the funniest part of me under pressure (laughs) that was the funniest part of the vanilla ice behind the music he's like yeah but my song's so different. My, Their song totally is totally different. Dun 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 dun. My song is dun 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 dun. dun. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, really, <laughs> you have, you have, completely sold yourself under that. Okay. Um, whatever. Under pressure. Um, it's David Bowie though. That's the that's the only instance of David Bowie we're probably gonna get on here, right? Yeah, most likely. I um, mean, Heroes isn't gonna be on here. Laughing Gnome's definitely not gonna be on here. Although that should get streamed more often. You just drop. David Bowie laughing gnome before like yeah. space oddity or spiders from Mars. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, all right. Cause I like the, I like the weird <laughs> stuff, obviously. No, we like the, I, 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 
there's a there's a felicia day the guild song no it, no it's not the guild it's from dr horrible, dr. horrible. Block. which is relevant people because we're in a screen actors and writers guild strike this is how we got the it's last time happening again it could, that's what it didn't come back that's what gave us, we've been promised a sequel that's what gave us dr horrible and yeah and there's a lyric yeah where they're like we like the weird we do the weird stuff, stuff. We do the weird stuff. like yeah i do the weird stuff. i do the weird stuff um the hammer is my penis as i think that's paul's favorite line of that movie <laughs> Uh, all right, next we got. Why can I not think of a lyric from this song? Uh, it's another Lincoln Park. Okay. It is a one word. Uh, Numb? Yeah, there you go. Got it. Well, we mentioned already. Got it in one. <laughs> uh, There's not a whole lot more to say there. Obviously, Numb is going to be another classic, great song. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, although, I, I totally misremember. One of these two songs, I always remember In the End and Numb being the last songs on their respective albums, and I'm pretty... But they're not. I don't think they are. Numb might be. Because, ironically, In the End would make sense to be the last song on your album, but I think it's not the last song on Hybrid Theory. Andrew can look that up while I go to the next song. Unless you got the answer already. It is on Meteora, which I was thought it was. Numb is on Meteora, yeah. Right, it... I'm looking at the tra- it is the last track on Meteor. Okay, so I got that one right. Um, fine, look up Hybrid Theory. You should be like yep. two clicks away from it if you're at that point. I should be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one, one click. There you one go. click. Got it. In, is In the End uh, the last song? I don't think it is. No, last song is pushing me away. In the End is track number eight. It's, it's not even next to last? The penultimate? It's not even the pen- Nope, it's it kind of in the middle. Wow. that's a. You got Paper Cut, One Step Closer. Yeah crawling all in the front half so in the end is like the second half it's like it's like if you had an old school record it would be like side two right it's okay. the beginning of side two kind of which thing. no one was thinking about when they made cds like we're really not old enough no it's like we, we, we you lead with your single and you have your your next couple best songs and then maybe you mix it up if you try something but eighth song is probably a garbage song for most albums Usually, all. so either they didn't think it was going to work, or Eighth song was the last song on classic Metallica albums. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long are your songs? <laughs> Lincoln Park, your average song like is like three minutes. Lincoln Park, seconds. you could fit three songs in one classic Metallica song, and even modern Metallica song now that they're doing long songs. Uh, like they actually, it's weird to me that like, as much as we've gone and this is relevant people, but like we've since we're talking about streaming, and you kind of think of like streaming, oh like shorter is going to be better, right? Although number one, Bohemian Rhapsody kind of put the kibosh on that right away, but like other bands that are still around, like I think Iron Maiden put out their longest song ever, like two years ago. Uh, Metallica just put out their longest song ever. Tool put out their longest song ever when they toppled the mighty Taylor Swift. From number one, um, <laughs> back in 2019, was that? She has another album out. She has right? four so... albums in the top ten right now. She's she going she's nuts. like breaking every female record, every rock. She record. is the like, Michael Jackson of this generation. She's probably bigger, honestly. Like Michael Jackson in terms of sales and whatnot, maybe. But I was getting breakfast at the the base uh, shop the uh, yesterday. Yeah, just yesterday, and. The radio station they had playing, it was just it's a radio station, literally just a radio <laughs> station they have on. and it, But it's like the modern rock radio station. And then all for some reason, they play bad. They're playing bad. And I listened to it, and the first couple bars come on, I was like, oh, hey, they're playing bad. 
on this radio station, and I recognize it because I haven't listened to Bad for a while, right? Michael Jackson's been kind of on the outs with society. Uh, we, we don't listen to his stuff, even though his uh, influence is still there in the culture. We've decided we don't want to listen to Michael Jackson as much, and that's a damn shame yeah. because Bad is so good that it still <laughs> sounds new and fresh on the radio 40 years later. It is incredible how good that sounds. A lot of Michael Jackson, I mean, just, I mean, you can pull up history and like, yeah, that, that could play on the radio now, in my opinion. So, so something that is that level of innovative and culture shaping and fresh sounding that will sound fresh for so long that I'm, I'm giving Taylor Swift that same level of praise shows how important she is, even if you know it may not always be my cup of tea. A lot of her songs are really good. Even they're not my style. My thing with Taylor Swift is like if now we have Sirius XM, so like I know what song is playing. But when we did have the just straight, you know, would it be terrestrial radio or whatever you would call it? Um, sure, yeah. And like it was any sort of female song that I didn't recognize. I was like, oh, this must be Taylor Swift, right? Like they're playing it on. It's a female singer on on the radio that I don't recognize. It's probably Taylor Swift because like I didn't ever go out of my way to listen to Taylor, right? I mean, like. You can kind of just get her by osmosis. Like you're, you're gonna know "Shake It Off," and we are never, ever, 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 however many ever's are in that song title, getting back together. Like you're gonna, you're gonna have her, you're gonna have heard Taylor, which obviously she must be pop because otherwise she would be dominating this list. I'm sure. I'm sure she would be. She would not. Yeah. She would not be this next song, um, because once you can check in, you can never leave. Eagles Hotel California. There you go. All right. Is that actually the lyric? Once you check in, you can never leave or something? No, so, not something, quite, but good enough. That's obviously good enough to get it for me. So, Gosh. yeah, that also makes sense. You know, the Eagles are a huge band, and this is their big, big, big song. It's always going to get a lot of replay. I was going to say, like, I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I could name another Eagles song. New York Minute. Sure. I'll just trust you that that's a song. <laughs> that, is a, that is a song. It's not one of their popular yeah. ones, but it's one I like. So. Yeah, well, yeah, we know you're going to. Yeah. What was the? I like the weird ones. Yeah, I was gonna say, what, what was the Bowie song you dropped? It was from Legend, wasn't it, or something? Or... No, no, Laughing Gnome is complete. It's 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 basically like a gimmick song he made, and he hates it. Okay. He hated it, I guess. All right. But uh, yeah, I I could have done um, Labyrinth, Boogie Down, that's the, that's or the movie he was in, not Legend. Uh, dance, baby, dance. Uh, are you talking? Or... Wait, are you still? Wait, are you talking about Eagles or David Bowie now? No, I'm just David Bowie. Oh, David yeah. Bowie. I'm done. I'm done with Eagles. I've got two songs. Okay. I'm done. David, man. <laughs> My favorite song to play in rock band, not rock band, Guitar Hero, was um, Ziggy Stardust. That song is so awesome. Um, why? Why? I can do. I can do even more David Bowie. I'm afraid of Americans. I love. A, I'm afraid of Americans. And that's Trent Reznor. There we go. Which that's with Trent Reznor. Yeah. Although none, none of the, neither of those artists are in his top ten or in his top whatever. I was about. This, we're getting closer now. No, no chance. No oh chance. wow! There's a, there's a band with back-to-back songs later on. Interesting. We'll have to. We can, Are we going to make it that far? We, we can get to the end of at least the screen. Um, okay. Because we, we don't have to sit here and talk. Because, again, oh, actually, there's another band with back-to-back. Good. We're getting to some back-to-back, so we don't have to talk about bands. Wow. All right. That same band has, like, three songs in the next six songs. Well, drop the goods, man! All right. It's not this band, but... uh, It's that band. If you've been to a sporting event, you have heard this song because... dun 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 Oh, so it's uh, Seven, Seven Nation, Nation Army, Army by White Stripes. Another song my daughter can drum. My eight-year-old can drum this song, Meg White. Suck it. No. <laughs> no. Meg White gets so much trash put on her that like that she does not deserve. Um, 
Jack White is probably a musical genius, but almost certainly but, yes. But the, the, go ahead. he needed. Uh, he, I don't know if he drums or not, but like he needed Meg White there. I mean, I will uh, tell my one story about this song, which is that I understand that Jack White wrote this song. He developed a lick for it, which of course is what you hummed. This is incredible. Um, riff is like okay at some point i'm gonna be asked to do a james bond song and i'm gonna save this for when i do the james bond song because this is this is i can see how this is gonna flow and then you know time flies and he doesn't get it and he's like it's never happening i'm just gonna go and, and now it's you know seven nation army so yeah um i'm pretty sure for a fact it, paul hates the white stripes um that makes total yeah, sense i mean yeah. they the white stripes are a musician's musician I'm not a total musician, but yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. Like, cause I've, I've tried to play guitar. Um, yeah. It, it, it's like the flaming lips. The flaming lips are a band that yeah. are almost exclusively liked by people who are artists or are very deep in the artist community who like musicians, who like the concept of music. They're not pop at all. They're like the antithesis of pop, but you'll find that pop musicians love the flaming lips. Yeah. And what is, um, not to jump off right off the flaming lips, but, um, the first White Stripe song, the like Legofied video, I want to say it, it, like, it's not about a girl, but it's something close to that. Not, I, you're, you're, I'm, I don't have it. The right reason now. I was gonna say it's close to something. It's a. It's very. I'm pretty sure it's very close to about a girl, but that's a Nirvana song, and that's kind of like what I think of them in terms of like in the the raw the rawness of it. Like, I, if Kurt if Kurt had been alive, he would have loved the White Stripes. I think. I think so as well, because Kurt did love a lot of musicians, especially on the indie scene. Like, uh, yeah, he was huge into the Pixies, was, for example. We know that the Pixies, right? the Meat Puppets, the Vaselines. I mean, that's what most of Unplugged actually is. Um, David Bowie is. <laughs> I mean, like, gosh, um, he loved music. Go listen to old music, people. Um, speaking of old music, uh, I think this is the riff to it. Dun, 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 dun. I kind of recognize this, but I'm not sure what AC, it is. ACDC, so. Back in Black. All right, that, that that explains it. Too mainstream for me to have been into much with ACDC. <laughs> wow. ACDC yeah. mainstream. Um, that makes sense. Well, they are. Yeah, that 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 makes sense. I guess. Um, again, nothing wrong with them. I would certainly know that song if I heard it properly. Sorry, Travis. <laughs> yeah, no. But it's not something I go listening uh, to. I would say actually that after a certain because they lost. Gosh. He wasn't suicide, but I think he drank himself to death. Um, their original singer, Bon... No, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to say the wrong name. Bon Scott was one of the singers. I think he was the original singer. And then he got replaced um, for this for the Back in Black album. And that's what most people know of. Except for in about... I'll spoiler it. In about five songs, we're going to have the original singer. Um, then we got Fleetwood Mac Dreams. Sure. Okay, yeah. So the rumors is an album that is just ridiculous. Um, but what is you have? Have I heard dreams? I'm sure if I pulled it up on YouTube, I'm sure you've heard oh, dreams. I've heard yeah. dreams. Okay. You're like, Oh, I know this song as soon as you hear it. Uh, but yeah, Fleetwood Mac had rumors as the album. That was the super album. That was like the thriller, but a little bit more uh, contemporary rock kind of feel rather than, you know, and then sort of whatever, like the Eagles, they had this massive comeback in the nineties. Yep. So that that kind of that, that makes sense why the Eagles and Fleetwood Mac are up here, right? I, it the the originals are great, but you're also noticing like 
I mean, there's no Led Zeppelin up here yet. There's no Black Sabbath. Like, there. Well, we, we we kind of expect that metal is going to be underrepresented on here. Like, I would yeah. suspect that one of the metal songs that's going to be most heavily streamed would be Disturbed's cover of The Sound of Silence, just because of the uh, timing and because people like playing that. You'll We'll get to the first... Gosh, has there been a true metal song on here? I guess it also depends on "quote unquote" what you count as metal. But uh, right, so that's is that's the song like, is I would Lincoln consider Park to... metal. Like, it's new metal, right? Yeah, so a, yes, it has a qualifier. We're gonna get to a true metal song here in a few a few songs. Um, all right, so I, I would call it ACDC metal, and the the, the other hairband uh, was metal. ACDC is one of those like they're right on the cusp of metal versus hard rock for me. Like, uh, what I call them metal. They're metal. If, if you're going to call Black Sabbath metal and Led Zeppelin metal, then sure, you have to call ACDC metal, right? Like, and you have to call Black Sabbath metal. Yeah, well, yes. And you usually hear, Le- uh, and I keep saying it, you usually hear Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin put together as like metal. Like far and away, I consider Black Sabbath the founders of metal. Like Led Zeppelin was far more hard, but they were also way more like esoteric. They were all going off and doing like other genres and stuff like that. Like while it was Black... It wasn't all Stairway to Heaven. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't all Stairway to Heaven. And like Black Sabbath is much more in the camp of um, James Hetfield from Metallica. Like he was like, you know, the first, that's how I learned about Black Sabbath was Metallica. And he was like listening to Black Sabbath and Misfits and stuff as opposed to, you know, the Beatles. He's like, we can't all sing about sunshine and rainbows, right? I mean, like, we've got we've got to have the darkness in there too, and that's what Black Sabbath and Misfits and like metal kind of provides, which is not what this next song provides because this is one of the most schmaltziest songs around. I can't sing it for you right now, but I could certainly sing it to you if it was playing. It is the Goo Goo Dolls' "Iris." Because I don't want oh, the yeah, world classic. to see me because I don't think that they would understand. There you go. That's the closest yeah. you're going to get out of me, people. But this, that's, a, that's a great song. Very schmaltzy, but lovely. This lovely was song. everywhere. Absolutely massive song in the mid-90s. So, like, that was 96, 97, 98, somewhere in there. It was closer there. to was... 98 because this was big when we started college in 99. This was, like, it was still ever. It was still big at this that point. This was, like, one of the probably like maybe the first video was i streamed even or something i don't like this was this was everywhere absolutely everywhere um i i end up liking long way down for the google dolls better but this is still a good song yeah i mean like because that's off and that's off the first album boy named goo i think right i think yeah um i still like name long way down was the twister song yeah okay that's pathetic that that's how I remember that song, but like hey, it works. That's the, you that's remembered the music it. video was from Twister. That's why I remember it from that. Um, yeah, uh, my wife loves our, uh, some of their Goo Goo Dolls song. That was a terrible tangent that I I don't remember the name of the song. Uh, we, we we yeah. Um, then we got. I'm not even gonna try to imitate Bon Jovi singing "Living on a Prayer." All right. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, the one th- I will bring this up. If you haven't, gosh, we're advertising so many other media. But um, if you don't, if you haven't listened to um the Holderness family, they have a YouTube channel. But they also have Holderness family music, and they do a lot of music parodies. And their parody for "Living on a Prayer" was "Leave It on the Stairs," because it was about a mom <laughs> like. I leave stuff on the stairs for you guys to take up and you don't take it up the stairs. So it just stays on the stairs. It's, it, it's hilarious. So go look up Holder and his family, leave it on the stairs. It is, it is hysterical. That sounds pretty It fun. is hysterical. Again, something that middle-aged folks will laugh at. Oh, very like, hard. yeah. And they, they have some Gen X songs, like rap songs. I'm like, 
this is legit awesome rap song. I mean, like it's a it's it's forty seven year old white people rapping, but like this is this is it. This they they get it. This is this is Gen X rap right here. Um, the nihilism, I can feel it. <laughs> um. So then we got back to back ACDC songs. So we got Highway to Hell, which is I believe yep, the ori- classic. That's the original singer. Um, which again, I might have messed up the names. Apologies, R.I.P. Um, and then we got. This song is now overplayed to me because you will hear this song on almost every baseball team's warm-up list is Thunderstruck. Sure. Um, I'm tempted to take it off our personal playlist in the car because I'm so sick of hearing this song at this point. So we, we've now had three ACDC, ACDC songs. And we had... Um, two Lincoln Parks and like a bunch the, of Queen... The, the the other uh, I'm blanking again on the name of the band that was the one that I called the metal hair metal that we had the disagreement about earlier on Guns N' Roses we Guns N' Roses we haven't had any Aerosmith zero Aerosmith yeah I I don't know what Aerosmith remember this is Spotify so this is the youngins maybe um I'm just noting something that feels odd to me because that I... they're definitely in that running right. Maybe, but like, and you what could, would it you be? Because like, arguably their biggest song is I Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Yeah, I would say probably You Don't Want to <laughs> Miss a Thing is going to be the one that you're going to show up. Even though it should really be like Sweet Emotion or sure, another good Walk one. This Way or something. But yeah, like... Um, anyway, we got... Dude Looks Like a Lady? Dude Looks Like a Lady. That's a problematic song to listen to nowadays. <laughs> 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 I played it for my son and I was like, I don't think we're going to listen to that one again. I just don't want to. I think there might be some interesting social commentary there somewhere. Yeah, I just didn't want to get into it in the, in a car ride. No, no, the, <laughs> with, with, not not with your ten or eleven year old son. Yeah, um, <laughs> he didn't ask any questions about it. So, all right, our next song is this is there's no question this is we're we're in a metal song finally is um, if you go to a Virginia Tech football game you're gonna hear this song. Oh yes, Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman, Metallica. We we got we finally got to a you can't you can't question if this is a metal song or not now. True Metallica fans who worship the first four albums would say, "Yeah, this is their sellout or whatever." But I don't care if it's sellout. It's a great whatever. song. You know, as Jason Newsom said, "Sure, we sold out every night, every stadium." Like that's <laughs> that was his response to selling out. You know, like um, I, I don't know what else. I don't even know if we need to really dive into Enter Sandman. It's that that uh, especially since we're Hokies. I don't think we have anything we could possibly say other than. You have not experienced Enter Sandman unless you are jumping up and down with 60,000 of your closest <laughs> friends and getting ready to stomp on the enemy. Yeah. It is my son's baseball walk-up music. <laughs> so when when they asked, I think that was pretty much the only song he knew the title of at that point in time. So that was, that's his walk-up music. Much to any anti-Yankees fans, because I think some Yankee uses it or pitcher on the Yankees or something uses it. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's it's Metallica. We'll just trade them eventually anyway. It, it won't matter. It, it's Metallica. Uh, this is where you can tell this is rock, not metal, because we're going to do full swing away. We got back-to-back chili peppers, red-hot chili peppers. I was going to say chili peppers. Okay, so um, people don't know. Um, give it away. You don't. Do you want to take a stab at what the what the two songs, most popular chili pepper songs are? Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. Nope. Seriously? It is not. Neither one is give it away. No, but. Um, um, you, oh gosh, why can't I, now I'm blanking on lyrics. Um, I was about to sing the lyric that that is the song title. Um, 
So it's got to be from the same album. It's from the same album. It's from Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And it's not Suck My Kiss. It's not... Oh, there's some song. I'm, I, I'm, as soon as I'm, I'm pulling it up because I need to listen to the, some song the about, song there's titles. Some, there's some song about... Something about a girl. What's the song title with a girl? Uh, I have no idea. All right, so... Um, Give It Away is the one I expected. Nope. And it's not that... So then, it, oh my god, I have no idea. It's from that album. I would. So the, if you have to ask, Breaking the Girl. Breaking the Girl. Under, that, it's not that, but that's the song I was thinking of that said it had the girl in it. Under the Bridge. Under, that's the only other the option. Yep, it's Under the Bridge. One okay, point, why, why is it Under the Bridge? 1.157 billion. And then Californication is 1.154 okay, so California Californication makes sense. So Californication. Wow, we said this was going to be a short episode. Um, Californication, my, my personal story about that is that came out senior year of high school. And I will always remember that because that is when the cat I had had since I was two years old died. Like she didn't make it to high school graduation. And this album is what I was listening to nonstop. Like when I was graduating high school, when my cat died, like this album was tied up in a lot of emotions for Mm. me all, all at once. So this like californication scar tissue like the whole the whole album so i i i love this song but i have a lot of personal attachment to it as well i had to play under the bridge for myself because it's like i don't even know what this song is and as soon as you get here you're playing riff oh, i was like okay yeah, like that's, that's this song yeah that's and anthony kiedis running with his shirt off in slow motion so yeah that's not the up Upskirts, not the right ver, not the right adjective, but like for lack of a better adjective, the upskirt view of the guys <clears throat> from the give it away video. Yeah, no. Un- Under the bridge has a lot more meaning to the band and them too, right? So um, sure is, but you know, it, uh, give it away was the first single from the album. It's like okay, it's, it's the single, so I'm expecting that to be the song that's going to get played. I actually, we don't have to fact check this. I wonder if it actually was the first single. I'm trying. No, it's I, that's why I just read it from Wikipedia. Oh, it was, as I was looking okay. At. Yeah, I could have seen like "Suck My Kiss" or maybe even "Breaking the Girl" being the first single. But yeah, you know, Wikipedia is not always right. No, no, but... I mean, yeah, it probably is. I'm being like, I'm being the push my glasses on my nose music guy and be like, oh, it should have been "Suck My Kiss" or "Breaking the Girl" or something. But yeah, it was. It was probably "Give It Away." I mean. It's kind of in this. I've, I've managed to scroll past, so I no longer. It's kind of in this long title, right? I mean, um, then we're going. Originally, "Give It Away" did not fare well in the mainstream. One of Warner Brothers' target radio stations refused to air it, telling the band, "Come back when you have a melody to go in your song." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I, I I appreciate that criticism. I do not. Uh, enjoy Give It Away, even though that... due to the success of Give It Away, however, the band did not foresee Under the Bridge being equally viable, uh, which was, I'm the same way. That's what right? I'm saying. You, but you, don't... you go back and, I, I personally, when I go back and listen to the album, like, yeah, I'm going back for, I keep saying the song titles again, but like Suck My Kiss and Breaking the Girl and Under the Bridge, like, not Sir Psycho Sexy Magic. Like, that song is terrible. But... <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a great album. As well, so although Californication is is up there too, I think Californication kind of falls off a cliff in the second half. Yeah, maybe? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Blood, Sex, Sugar, Magic is a more consistent album, whereas Californication, you've got a hit and you're done. Uh, it had two. It had Californication and Scar Tissue, and I think it even had one yeah. more. No, their their flop was the Dave Navarro um, 
Red Hot Minute or like it had that had one. It had Aeroplane, and that was it. Like uh, my fr- oh my friends, which no one remembers now, and I had to pull it in my ass right there for a second to, <laughs> to remember that that was a song off that album. Um, and um yeah, it was like Dave Navarro taking a break from Jane's Addiction, whatever. Um, anyway, the next song on this list, which we are we're getting. We can, yeah, there's there's not that many more. We've talked this long. Let's keep going. Um, I keep wanting to use abbreviations, but for lack of people who don't know what CCR is, Credence Clearwater Revival. Clearwater Revival. That's Uh, that's CCR. Homer, do CCR. uh, Bad Moon Rising? No. Like, this is one of the ones, like, I'm going to just sing the lyric that is the title of the song, Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Okay, yeah. I mean, there's... Honestly, you've got five CCR songs that you can pick Looking from, and I'd say they're all basically the same. My favorite at this point, just because like anytime I'm sitting in my backyard, looking out of my backyard, I'll be like, do do do, looking out my back door. Like I said, I think you got five, oh, and inside that five, you're indistinguishable in terms of your quality and likelihood to be on this list. In my opinion, they're all so close to equal and all yeah, very very good. Although. There is another CCR song on here. It is not Bad Moon Rising. Damn it. So we'll see. Um, we got... This is another real classic one. Uh, the Youngins might know it more from Kid Rock, I think. Maybe? Or was that Freebird? I don't know. It's Sweet Home Alabama from Leonard Skinner. Okay. Um, uh, I'm, 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 Kid Rock, might know Kid that Rock from... had a song that basically ripped off... I think Sweet Home Alabama. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> no, this was like legit. He just took it and like used the, 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 the music and sang different words over it. He's like, we were smoking different things. Do, 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 do. Drinking from the bottle. Do, 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 do. Maybe, maybe that's not even Sweet Home Alabama. Sorry to Leonard Skinner. It's been a long, it's been a while since I've actually listened to this song. Um, oh, I was actually wrong. Here's Queen, We Will Rock You. 1.082 billion streams. All right. Um, so we're still over a billion, but we're getting below that fast. I am fascinated by how many songs my daughter drums that are on this list. Because she did We Will Rock You. She also did the next song. Um, Percussion is important. Which she has not seen Rocky, but she knows the song then. So uh, dun, the fight theme to Rocky. Dun, dun, dun. Which I actually don't know the name of the song. Survivor but... Eye of the Tiger. That's right. Yeah. Pretty sure. I I, th- I think it's actually not from Rocky. I think it might be from Rocky Two, if I if memory serves me right. Um, I will fact check that for there us you now. There you go. So. Um, but you know what? Why'd you leave the keys keys up on the table? I don't. Uh, so that is. Um... Oh. <laughs> this is the funnest. Wow. This is the funnest part. It's, it's seeing if you can pick God. it up from my crappy lyric lyrical rendition. No, I, I know exactly the song. I was just like, "What's the band name?" Right? Because it's when um, angels deserve um, to die. Yes, obviously. <laughs> this album has a lot of emotional repercussions so too. I, I, I'm okay. I'm looking at the artist. I'm look the mezzanine Why? album, which is not mezzanine. When angels it, deserve to die. This is so. It's just so painful that I can't place the band right now. Sugar! Do, do, yes. Do. They're trying to build Son a prison. Rocky Three has Eye of the Tiger. Okay. Anyway, and I'm trying to I'm trying to make Andrew think of System of a Down. Chop Thank suey. you, God. So the reason why I say Ugh. this has a lot of emotional resonance is 
Wait, yeah, Chapsui is on Toxicity. Toxicity is a fantastic album. Do you know when it was released? 99? September 11th, 2001. Oh, yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's, that's a rough date for an album to come out. I think but it, I think so did Christ Illusion or some Slayer album I think came out on that day too. But like, it was album day. I probably, mean, so. it was a Tuesday. It was a, that's when albums used to come out, and no one knew that was going to happen on that Tuesday. So you're prepared and you release it. I and... went to. I'm maybe I was a jerk for not caring about what was going on in the rest of the world at that point. I probably I'm pretty sure I still went to the store and bought that album. And. In that moment, like that day particularly, like you listen, like you get the opening, the first song in that song, that album is Prison Song. And you hit the like, yeah, they're trying to build a prison and he's talking about stuff like, you're like, I am in the mood for politics, sir. Let's go. Like, <laughs> buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> um, not every song in that album. It's a very Dadaist band too. I mean, you got like talking about just pogoing on a pogo stick. And that's <laughs> literally what the song is about. There is not another meaning to that song, I'm pretty sure. Bounce. <laughs> Pogo, 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 bounce. I mean, that's, I'm pretty sure that's what that song is about. There's no other meaning to that song. Um, yeah, I mean, just, I, I'm, I'm sad every day System of a Down's not around anymore, but not every band is meant to be around all the time. They give their hits, they, you know, hit fast, get out, and leave us with greatness. Uh, yeah, and they, they certainly did. Um, this other band, like, actually, gosh. I am. How is this this band's number one streamed song? Is this like a genre thing that the other songs are classified as pop somehow or something? But um, as big an impact as they had, they were all, well maybe they were around for like six years. I was under. I think I always underestimate how long the Beatles were actually around. Yeah, they 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 weren't around for a... that long. No, it was a fairly short time period because they crammed so many albums in in a short period of time, especially at the beginning. But they had like a dozen years, I think, was it a of dozen? releases. Like I always remember it as like 63 to 70 or something, but it probably was stretched a little bit on either side. They were active per Wikipedia from 1960 to 1970, so 10 years. 10 years, okay. But that's... Split our difference. I'm, I, want, I would wonder if like 60 counts like playing in Hamburg and stuff. So like, I wonder when, like, and you don't... You want to talk. They were formed in Liverpool in 1960, based on the a lot which of which means they the probably 50s, weren't which really was the... like popular until like they were, but they formed lo- uh, 56. Like what? 59. I don't even remember what their first, what is their first like actual hit. It was something like "Shout Hard Day's Night," uh, "Help." I don't know. I'm just I'm just shouting at all like the classic classic. So, but 1963 is when they um, recorded ten songs during a single studio session for "Please Please Me," which basically, you know. Is yeah. So that it kind of in my memory, like 63, 63 is the true beginning of the Beatles, and then yeah, 70 yeah. I guess is. Uh, this is when they end. So seven years on that. 70 then would be Abbey Road or Let It Be. One of those is their last album. Anyway, um, the song on here is "Here Comes the Sun." Okay. But that flabbergasts me that that's the top streamed that's Beatles a, song. Out of- yeah, I, I don't think it's a genre thing. I think it is just that something about it is one sentimental, but also it could be a rights issue. Maybe Spotify didn't have the rights to other Beatles songs to play because they were very anti-streaming they were, with a lot of their content for a while. Yeah, and there was a whole lawsuit with Apple because of 
Apple had their problems, and Prince owned a lot of their records, and Michael Jackson owned a lot of their songs for a while. So it's it's, it's been a rights issue for such mm-hmm. a long period of time. I can see where somehow that one got through a little more easily for some reason, and that happens. Well, we got some. I, there's a Beatles song, and I like it, so I'll play that one. Um, and still a billion, only a billion for the Beatles. Like we talked about yeah. the uh, the impact of Michael Jackson. We talked about the impact of Taylor Swift. We talked about the impact of. Um, Nirvana, Michael Jackson, Taylor Swift. David Bowie. We'll toss the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> Absolutely. The Beatles are yeah, not I mean, just in that mix. They're probably bigger than any, any oh, of those. Yeah. They're bigger than Jesus. <laughs> there you go. They look like Jesus. John Lennon did. Um, um, yeah, and just in case anybody's not aware, the reason why we bring up Apple is because the Beatles music label. Label was the right publisher? I don't know. What, yeah, I'd say what, that's probably. I think it was their label. Was Apple Music, I think. And so I think... They finally had to come yeah, to terms with App- Apple, the com- computer yeah. company, during the iPod eras. And, like, I think Apple was, had to go get, con- like, quote-unquote... Very litigious. I think they had to go, quote-unquote, permission from the Beatles to launch iTunes because their company was named Apple. And they were like, as long as you were in different... But it'll be Apple Music. Yeah, as long yeah. as you were in different industries, it was fine that you had two companies named Apple. Once Apple and Steve Jobs wanted to go into music, then it became a problem. Pay up that they were stepping on the Beatles territory. And that's why the Beatles were not on streaming for a long, long time. Um, there are still other so. bands that are not on streaming, oddly enough. Um, Tool doesn't like to be on streaming. They are though, but they were, they, they are now, they, they were, they were, they held out for can't a long say they time. They held out longer than the Beatles. Cause the Beatles were, I guess technically they did. Right. I mean, like from the moment, just because the Beatles are older, like Tool, I Tool I held, you can't say they held out because they didn't exist. No. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, you have to start from the timeline of when streaming became a thing. And yeah, Tool held out Tool held out longer till they could take down Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> uh, then we got finally our another Nirvana song. Uh, I can play the first two measures of this on guitar. Do, 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 I'm, I'm doing it terribly. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, it's a, come as you yeah, are. I was about to say, I, I seem to recall this one might have a gun in a pool, so another suicide trigger. Sorry, um, but but yeah, this is this is a great song. I don't know what else to. Fantastic. I don't know what, we we talked about Nirvana. I don't know if we need to say anything more. We got Creedence Clearwater Revival. We got two songs left, people. Don't worry. We're 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 in the home. We're in the another CCR the that is not Bad Moon Rising. I I know I would recognize it if I heard it. It's Fortunate Son. Oh yeah, it's yeah, one that's, of those, that's... yeah. It's one of those ones like I I can't. Sing. I hate no fortune. I can, uh, yeah. Like if I heard it, I, I would know what it is. Um, and then, uh, so as of yeah, July nineteenth, twenty twenty three, the last apparently rock and metal song that has over a billion plays. Again, I know this from baseball warm up playlists. It is Fallout Boy, Centuries. Okay, not the Fallout Boy I would pick, but I can see why it's that way. And I tried putting I, other songs on, like I tried putting them like "Dance, Dance" and "Thanks for Thanks for the Memories" or however you say that without all the vowels in it, because Fallout Boy, um, <laughs> it's "Thanks for the Memories," but they took all the vowels out of the song title. Um, I tried putting all those on because, like, I tried playing those with my son, and I was like, they're they're like longer than they need to be for what they want for what they are, kind of thing. Yeah. Centuries, I kind of don't want to end when i listen to it like it like it it, it goes on for centuries it's plenty I long mean, enough it, it's just they hit the same note over and over and over again it just no, there's no variation there's no prog- progression of the chord 
It's boring. Oh, so you're, that's your commentary on it? On centuries, yeah. yes. I, so, I, I mean, I, like... I, it's not bad. Now, it's just... The moments, I, the moments I listen to it is driving to a baseball game to get pumped up, right? So, like, in that context, it totally works. Now, could it turn into a Thunderstruck? Very easily, probably. Like, any of those songs, any of these songs could, like... I'm even kind of... Lose... <laughs> I used to love lose lose yourself. You hear lose yourself a few too many times, it kind of starts losing some of its edge to it. Um, by the way, we are at the end of the list, so we're, we're music we're needs time. space. You you want to listen to it a lot, but then you need to give it space so you can come back to it and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't heard that for a while. Like I did the other day with Bad, and I've had on plenty of other experiences. The music comes and back and reminds you of where you were when you were listening to it, like. Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers reminds you of that emotional time period and graduating from high school. Everyone has those experiences with the music they have. I can talk about you know my own experience listening to a particular album when my cat died or from this traumatic life experience, and so can everyone else who's a music fan at least. Yeah. Like Even Paul probably has some album that is particularly meaningful to him for some period of his life. Yeah, and that's actually... Gosh. Sorry for talking about death so much, but I think death and music are kind of kind of intertwined in a lot in a lot of death ways death is the celebration of life um wait no music <laughs> music is the celebration of life ah <laughs> uh, that was almost as bad as braveheart um that's that's a good one uh holy crap death is the celebration of life is that what you said that is what i said um I, like yeah a lot of it, it it's kind of bad to lump cats deaths in with human deaths but it is what it is. The emotional resonance um, of it, because this is what, you know, the cat means something to you. That's been your companion for 10, 15 years. But, like, a, uh, my the second cat my parents had, which I, they had while I was at college, but I still had an attachment to, like, I mean, I that's the first time I listened to Fade to Black and was, like, now, granted, gosh, sorry, trigger warning about another suicide song. But <laughs> Fade to Black is technically about suicide. But, like, I, I played that while I was – I had cats in it, and I was – you know, I went home, and I was, like, playing that, and I was hugging my cats while, you know, mourning this other cat. Master Puppets back-to-back, back, not even a song, just master, when my grandfather died, my, when my, my first grandparent died. And so, like, it's weird. I guess it shouldn't be weird, but, like, when these, like, emotional moments in your life, like, you – to me, you will always remember the music you were listening to in those moments. We imprint on them, or the, the moment imprints on us, uh, and – we can take comfort in it. And then when we hear it again, it allows us to experience it in a safer way. We don't have to have all the completely negative portions, but we get to remember uh, and, and touch back on those emotions without having to relive everything. So well, I don't know if any of these songs did that for anybody, but <laughs> that was, they're good songs. And hopefully you weren't appalled by our, uh, vocalizing of them well my vocalizing of them we, we, we'll try not to rap for you we are no chester or shinoda yeah yeah there's a, yeah there's like i don't know just i know we're trying to wrap up but a little bit of like what what do you think is what surprised you most was not on this list i think maybe you've already said that to a certain extent, like missing Aerosmith, missing Disturbed, although it's much more recent, it, it was so popular. I could see that having crept up really fast. Uh, the fact that this is limited to rock and metal does mean that some of the stuff that has gone completely viral is less likely to be in here, um, because I guess they'd categorize it as, as, as pop. But uh, there have been plenty of 
rock songs that have gone viral. An example of something that's kind no, that's more electronic. Well, like the the article, this article does have a, a pair some intro paragraphs, and they say notable for the absence, um, no Rolling Stones. Yep. No, no, for sure. no Foo Fighters. No Doors. Um, no Led Zeppelin. Doors might. As much as I love the Doors, Doors might be like slightly esoteric and kind of getting lost to the sands of time at this point. Again, perhaps one of those things where it's influential on musicians and less influential on listening. Right, but as it says, nearly two thirds of Spotify's users are age thirty-five and under, or under thirty-five. And rock fans are more likely to listen to other forms than Spotify, right? Like we're the one, we're the ones still out there buying physical media or listening to the radio or something else. So, yeah, when I was thinking about Metrophagy, which I mentioned earlier as the, the the album to listen to if you wanted to listen to Justin Bonnets and his fantastic vocals, I actually have the physical album over here. I was going to dig it out and show you, but I can't find it right now. But it's it's in this it's in this desk drawer. It's just buried. It would also make a riveting podcast for you to show me. A, well, I was showing. Yeah, I know you. you're showing me. Um, I get, yeah, I mean, some of it's sort of like this list seems all over the place already. So I can really. But you have re- you do have a lot of repeats. Like you have four Queen, which is I'm surprising a in a certain fair way. Fair amount of ACDC. I'm kind of shocked. Two Red Hot Chili Peppers are in here. I'm honestly shocked. Creedence Clearwater is in here. Um, I am a little as well. I mean, especially considering other lack older music. But it, I would say a lot of this rock that you're seeing is very, very melodic. Like here comes the sun. Anything CCR you have, a, but you don't have a lot of the true melodic uh, harmonies that you would get from something like Mamas and the Papas, right? So it's not consistent but on that's that. That's also not, and that's probably not rock or metal, right? That's that's. It's not metal, certainly, but I call them rock. That's pop. Okay, fine. I, I, would, I, would, I would think pop. I don't know. Like any. The distinction between rock and pop is really hard for me to. At, especially in the '60s, right? Because that's when they were around, right? Would have been probably right. the '60s. Like that's because, like, yeah, the Beatles is kind of a classic example. Like, they're probably more considered rock just because, like, rock musicians want them to be considered rock. When they <laughs> when they were when they performed, it's been a hard day's night. That was rock, because it was rock. When the Beatles then went on and did Revolver and the White Album, that defined what rock became. Right. Which is why they're so influential, right? So rock changed because the Beatles changed it. Yeah, but it's also like the, I don't want to say the definition, but like what, it's almost like people have, rock has had to almost get like a little bit harder as we've gone on. Because yeah, like you go back and like, you know, Elvis Presley was, it still is considered rock, but it's. It's Elvis Presley and like Jerry Lee Lewis rock and like Chuck Berry rock like that original rock and roll. And maybe that's the difference is like that's rock and roll, not rock. Like, right. It's, it's, and some people might be like, oh, you guys are just splitting. That, that almost is like two different that's genres. How, that's how the genre definitions work. And yes, yeah, sometimes it's splitting hairs and sometimes things bend genres. But I think you're spot on that rock and roll is a different genre than rock at that point. Yeah, because I'm just... And that the, the, the breaking point is somewhere in the Beatles. Yeah, because I'm just thinking, like, you, like looking at these, like, which... None of them are rock and roll. Yeah, and, yeah, because, again, like, just like I said, there's no Elvis, there's no Chuck Berry, there, there's, like, none of these, like, founding founding fathers. Sorry, ladies, there just weren't as many of you around <laughs> getting music deals back then for, for rock music the, the, especially. 
the women always get overlooked. Yeah. Um, I would. Uh, well, actually, all right. Since we brought it up, how many women are on these this? These are list? all dude bands. Is there a? I mean, sorry if there's a female bassist or something in one of these bands. It's not like we about. haven't mentioned women and women bands, uh, but they're not we, on we've this list. We mentioned Meg White. That's and the Pixies, among others. But uh, on this list, she might be the only female out of all the band members of all these bands. Now, granted, like, yeah, Leonard Skinner could maybe easily have, like, a female violinist or something in the background. I don't know. Like, but, Who knows? But, like, out of the major players of these bands that I know of. Okay. Uh, also, Fleetwood Mac has several women in it. There you go. Yeah. that That's a much better example even than, than Meg White. But it's... And I, but it's pretty pretty limited. Yeah, like, is, the, the representation is piss poor. This is pretty much dudes, and it's a real sausage party. Pretty much white dudes, right? <laughs> I mean, but to be fair, not not even I won't even say to be fair. That's kind of the history of of rock of, at this of point. This, we have, we, of this of this genre of rock. Of this genre of like where these albums are coming from, because like you said, these are a lot of like seventies. There's a couple of 80s in here. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, unfortunately, I mean, if you weren't, and especially if you're not going to count like Chuck Berry and L- Little Richard and stuff like that in here, and like Bad Brains isn't popular enough to get up into the 90s, and Seven Dust isn't popular enough at that point. Yeah, I mean, not to get. And it was surprisingly light on the metal again. We had. Yeah. It, it, the, metal, the metal that you have is classic metal metal so rather than from... where metal has gone in the past 15 to 20 years like 80s metal versus 90s and beyond so metal. this out this this list is from a website um louder it's loudersound.com uh which isn't specifically classic rock but there is under the same umbrella site there is metal hammer so obviously metal hammer would be far more into the metal than than that but they didn't have the same um list that i thought would spark the same conversation it'd be harder to have a pure metal list i think we would have more the, niche yeah to get to the bit well and the fact of the matter is there probably aren't that many metal songs that have gotten to a billion a billion streams no, it, would, right? it, would, it would never go if they have such a list i'm curious like what is the top it's gonna be 200 million uh, a fifth is big. Yeah. Although 20%. metal, although I clicked on the metal hammer and they have this exact same article. These are the rock and the. Oh well, actually we for. I mean there are some metal. Uh, System of a Down is metal. Yeah, fair. Uh, but like, yeah, like the actual metal metal bands on this list, you could count probably on or songs even you could probably count on one hand. Metallica, Chop Suey, Lincoln Park, depending on if you want to, if you like two Lincoln Parks, like metal, so we're up to four there. Even if you ACDC. Two or three of them could be a metal. Yeah, but that's pretty much it. Everything else was rock. Yeah, all the way to all the way to Toto Africa. <laughs> Very rock. Too rock. Too rock. GP. Too rock. Um, that is an inside college joke that no one else will know but Paul if he listens to this. Um, so that's probably as good a spot to end as any. <laughs> so, do you have any other thoughts about? Rock and metal on Spotify. Uh, I don't listen to a lot on Spotify, so what I do listen to is not rock. I tend to more listen to my weird stuff on Spotify. It's pretty good, pretty good for being able to find some of the weird stuff. Not all of the weird stuff, though. Like the weirdest stuff is not on Spotify. 
Andrew does do the weird stuff. You know, we've established that. All right, I think that's as good a spot as any. So, to stop the discourse. No, you can't stop the discourse, Andrew. You Aww. can't stop. I got the it discourse. wrong. I got it.